Good morning, ladies, and welcome. I am so excited that you've tuned in today. It is a beautiful day outside. I don't know what part of the world you're listening from, but it is always a good morning when you tune in. Thank you for tuning in to Good Morning Ladies with Candy Bryant. I have a very special guest today. Shelly, would you say good morning to the ladies? Good morning, everyone. It is such a pleasure to have you. The Your, your full name is Shelly Dom Matez. I, I practiced that while we were going to get ready to record. (laughs) So I wanted to say it right. And I am so excited for you to share with the ladies that are listening. Ladies and gentlemen, we do have a few gentlemen that tune in and just share your story. And we we can't wait to get to know you. But I do want to give everyone a little background. You know, we started this podcast several months ago, and it was a platform for women to share their stories of transformation. Every time we get on the podcast, we want it to give life, we want to be an encouragement, we want to provide hope, and all of the stories and testimonies, they do just that. And the, the feedback that I get, Shelly, is, oh my gosh, what this person said was exactly what I'm going through, and I'm so happy I tuned in, or, or I had not listened to the podcast in a couple of days, and then the next guest that you had was right on time for me, and I do believe, Shelly, that what you have to share today is right on time for everyone that is tuned in today. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Candy, so much for having me. Shelly, I started thinking, well, health awareness doesn't stop on the 31st of October. <laughs> right. It's, it's, three, it's 365, right? Exactly. It never ends, right? <laughs> it never ends. And so you sent me your bio, and I was reading it, and I was looking at your gorgeous photo. You are a wife, a mom, a business owner, a fitness competitor, and we'll talk about each and every one of those. So I just wanted you to kind of start us out. Tell us a little bit about you, where you're from, and so the ladies and listeners can get to know you. Okay. Um, Thanks, Candy. Let's see. I am 48 years old. Um, I grew up in Chicago and then moved to Boston for four years, and I'm currently living in Cincinnati. I've been here for the past 19 years. Um, I've been married to my husband, John. Uh, we're celebrating our 25th anniversary um, next month. I know, on December 13th. And um, we own, my husband and I started outpatient imaging centers. Um, we, own, um, we own and manage MRI centers, um, CAT scans, and um, PET scans, which are for cancer patients. And um, I also have two um, beautiful girls. Kennedy is 17 years old. Um, she's a junior in high school, and she plays field hockey. And my younger Aww. daughter, Margo, is 13, and she is a basketball player. So they keep Oh, my gosh. So very busy. active. <laughs> very active, yes. That is and awesome. um, my husband, I just want to tell you a little story so you can kind of understand a little bit about me. Sure. Um, I met my husband in Chicago, and we um, dated for seven weeks. And, um, you know, like when you know, you know. When I met him, we just knew. We Mm. um, have very similar backgrounds, and we ended up um, flying to Las Vegas and getting married, and we didn't tell anyone. It was like a spur of the moment. (laughs) We didn't have rings. We didn't have anything. And we actually kept our own apartments in Chicago. We were planning on doing the wedding and everything, but we were like, oh, my God, we were just young. And <laughs> so now we're going on 25 years. So it, at first, like, telling us where I was like, oh, but um, so that's just wow. kind of a little bit. We, big, big decisions we make very easily, small decisions like buying a couch, color, a paint in our house, like that stuff <laughs> takes us forever. <laughs> 
So, takes like a um, long, drawn out process. Exactly. So big decision, yes, so easily. Me. So, so easily made. But um, I graduated from Southern Illinois University in Carbondale, and I was in communications. Um, and then from there, I went into the pharmaceutical industry. I was ended up in pharmaceutical sales in Boston and had the um, New England territory, and my husband um, was actually in the same field. We were both in pharmaceutical mm-hmm. sales. And um, about 19 years ago, there were all these entrepreneurs in uh, New York City that were opening up. Um, these outpatient imaging centers, and John came to me and he's like, hey, maybe, you know, maybe we could do that, and I'm like, okay, let, you know, let, what, what do you think? So we were like, sure, he, he grew up in Cincinnati, so he contacted one of his um, friend's dads who was a entrepreneur and uh, said he had this idea of opening up um, an MRI mm-hmm. center, and we called the manufacturer. Um, Hitachi actually sold MRIs, and he said Cincinnati was the best place to go. So we're like, okay, this this is perfect. So we ended up quitting our jobs, selling our condo, and moving <laughs> to Cincinnati. Um, so we lived on savings for a year. It was so stressful. I just remember, mm-hmm. like, pacing the floor back and forth, like, oh, my God, what did we do? We both had great jobs, and what are we doing? And um, our first um, business that we were with with the hospital fell through, and I just remember thinking, um, "Dear God, what wow. is this, was this the right decision? What we were doing?" And um, I ended, we ended up going to the gym like right after we heard that, and I remember being on the treadmill like just sprinting and saying, um, "You know, just like just I was just so like, what are we going to do?" But I've always been, um, like, fitness, whenever I'm stressed or anything, I always work out. Like, it's a huge um, stress reliever. Of course. And I'll talk more about that later. But so anyway, so that is um, just what we did. Actually, another hospital worked out. We started with our first three MRI centers. And I just remember lots and lots of sleepless nights. We had no idea what we were doing. We we learned as we went. And John and I managed the businesses. We were managing people. I was in charge of people <laughs> that were older than me, you know. And I was, that, was like, that could be a challenge in itself. Yes, yep. such a challenge. It was very, very difficult. We were we had issues with our partners, so it was just back and forth. But we we eventually got the first three underway, and then we ended up with nine centers. We had some with the different hospitals in Cincinnati and, and also northern Kentucky, and then we did a MRI center with Children's Hospital. So we um, owned them and, and managed them, and then we eventually sold most of them back, and now we still run three centers. And so that keeps us busy. What a story, yeah. and I know you gave us the – the, the Reader's Digest version of your your long story, but you guys take the leap. It sounds like you take the leap and your partners and your, your best friends and you just leap into decisions and you do it together. It just the story. I love the story of how you dated and just did it. <laughs> and yes, here you and are. Right, the 20, big decisions. And when we first met, we talked about um, like how do we want to give back and what do we want to do and when we opened up our businesses, we, we said from the very beginning, we're going to have these different than other, like, hospital or medical clinics. You know, we just wanted to treat our employees really well, and we wanted to treat the patients really well. And we thought if we did that, you know, business would, it would just, you know, all come around and work out. And we've had the same employees for mm-hmm. 
this, you know, since we've been open and, and they're wonderful, they're, they were able to do what, what we do now. And um, when I was going through cancer, which um, <laughs> I'll talk about, that happened when I was mm-hmm. um, 31. So this is crazy. We were opening up our first um, pet scan center clinic. And I remember telling my husband, oh, my gosh, I just, you know, how do we deal with the cancer patients coming in? Like, how do I talk to them? I wasn't, like, sure. Like, I was thinking there's something, you know, different about them. And then, lo and behold, in that same summer, I find out that I had thyroid cancer. So the, re- the how you talk to cancer patients is <laughs> exactly how you right. talk to anyone else. I mean, it was crazy that right. was, like, thinking that. But so that's. That was, I was 31, I was naive. You know what I mean? You learn as you go. You learn, but, um, you do. You do. But you know, that's part of our story, your your story and my story of meeting. And it was because of who we love, Miss Ruby. Yes, <laughs> Ms. Ruby I Carter Pike. <laughs> and she'll, she'll have a, a, some time on the podcast too. I, I interviewed her. And I was on her page one day, and I saw maybe you liked one of her photos or something, and then I, I clicked on you and saw your story, and then the word cancer popped out at me, and I thought, I was just starting the podcast at the time, it was like uh, almost a year ago now, and I said, I've got to get her on because you just you talked about it, and I said, you know, anyone who's willing to share their journey, which can be very private to some people, I've learned right. on this journey, some people don't want to talk about it. They just don't feel comfortable or they just think it's very private and you know for people who are talking about it I wanted to connect a I wanted a support group so I was really reaching out for support groups and women who've had similar journeys but then I have to tell all of the listeners you are genuinely one of the sweetest people I've ever met (laughs) and we haven't physically met yet (laughs) that is so sweet and Kenny I feel the same way about you so thank you (laughs) and I I just was happy that you responded and you, you said yes and then there were several things that have come up in both of our lives over this last year, but backing up a little bit, back to what you were saying, your journey through cancer, and then bring us forward to what you've had to walk through. And one of the reasons why we couldn't do the interview at the time. Okay. So um, I remember you contacting me. I was doing a uh, my third fitness show in Las Vegas last November. And my husband, um, in, in the summer, he was having like these terrible, terrible pains in his feet. And so it was about six months that this went on, and he went to so many different doctors, neurologists. He had so many different scans. Nobody could figure anything out. Well, he ended up finally, um, he, we ended up taking him to um, Sloan Kettering in New York. And um, by the way, anyone who is able to, I highly recommend getting second and third opinions for anything that's going on with you and mm-hmm. listen to your body. Like if something seems wrong, don't let a doctor say, well, let's just watch it and wait and see. Let's just wait six months. Like if you feel like something's wrong, please get a second and third opinion. So anyway, that's mm-hmm. what John did. He ended up at the Cleveland Clinic. Then we ended up at Sloan Kettering, and they eventually found it after six months what he had. He has um, what's called AL amyloidosis. It's a rare bone marrow disorder. It's um, it's like multiple myeloma. He has smoldering multiple myeloma also, and it's incurable. And they're making such great strides with it. Two, three to five years ago, his lifespan would have been very short, but now there's new medicine that's come out. 
and the prognosis looks good. So that's what, right after the fitness show, um, he told me when we were actually on the plane going back home to Cincinnati, he actually knew the morning of my fitness show and didn't tell me. I don't know how he did that. Wow. He didn't want me, you know, he wanted me to compete. He saw how hard I worked. The greatest guy, but he held it in and he waited until we were on the plane going back to Cincinnati and I said, what did the doctor say? And he said, oh, they haven't called yet. So, so Candy, then I called you like two days later and said, Candy, I know I said I would talk to you. I would love to talk on your podcast, but unfortunately, um, I just found this out about John, and I knew what was coming. Like, I knew, you know, being right. through it myself, uh, there was no way. I was, like, couldn't even, like, think straight. So I said, I'll call you when things, like, when we get through it, a better when we get to a better place and so yeah. i called you on monday <laughs> he is now in partial yeah. remission after six months of chemo he will forever Good. be on chemo the rest of his life but he um mm. is in a much better spot and you have been on my heart this whole time so Aww. i reached out to you and then here we are <laughs> talking and i'm i'm so happy you did and the fact that you text me and I had actually been going through, it was a really rough weekend. And I, well, right before we hit record, I'll tell the listeners, I got a phone call from my doctor's office. But to back up a weekend ago, I was having a rough time. And I was having headaches. And, you know, just talking to all the survivors for the whole month of October, you know, they were talking about their symptoms and things they went through. And so I had to practice what I preached. I knew that if I felt something wrong, and I felt off, and I honestly, Shelly, looking back now, I think is what I was eating, and I wasn't you know, really wasn't watching what I was eating. I kind of got a little off track, but I also wasn't yeah. resting. I wasn't sleeping. So I had this horrible weekend where I had this pain in a place that when I first was diagnosed, they found a spot on my skull. And we know that breast cancer travels. It travels to the brain and other places, but they were concerned about the spot at the time and they just said they would monitor it. So immediately when I had a pain in that spot, right. I said, I've got to get the MRI, and I did not want to go schedule an MRI to wait two days to find out the result, you know. You're right. But you text me. You text me that weekend, and or I can't remember if it was during the week or the weekend, but you said that you had been listening to the podcast, I and have. it really blessed you. <laughs> that meant so much to me. I mean, tell, tell me a little bit about, you know, I guess how the podcast has impacted you, and then I want to talk about how you and your husband have handled this journey. Okay. Um, well, I was searching for, um, like, a caregiver's um, cancer support group because when I went through it, it was so, you know, it's, I was 31. I was young. I had Kennedy. My daughter was one years old, and I had two surgeries, and then I had to have treatment, and I couldn't see her because I was radio. I had radioactive iodine, which is very mm-hmm. toxic to babies. You know, so it was just oh, such a rough journey to go through. And then um, with John going through it, it was just um, it was just so different because all the things that I used and all the things that the way I grew up and all this like positive I I had to be surrounded with positive people um Mm -hmm. I do like vision boards I do goal boards I write all my goals out you know I like do all these things that keep me every day like focused on like Mm -hmm. life is a journey you're going to go through trials but just never ever ever give up like keep going 
And, oh, my, oh I wanted just to share my favorite um, Bible verses. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's Philippians yes. 4.13. But that, like, that's what helped me get through it. And then here's John, and he's, he handled his journey different because he, he had different symptoms. He was in extreme pain for six months. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was crazy. The doctors couldn't figure out. They didn't know how to treat that. And mm-hmm. so his journey was different. And being on the caregiver side, I <laughs> I didn't learn this very well in the beginning, but I had to learn that his way of dealing with it is he, like, kind of retreats and he kind of he wants to be by himself and he does a lot of research, has a lot of reading on what he has and what other hospitals are mm-hmm. doing, what trials are going on. You, you know, he does a lot of that, which um, I mm-hmm. love. And... But he, like, kind of went, he kind of drew within himself where I handled it differently. I, like, told everyone, this is what I'm going through, but it it helped me get through it. It wasn't, you know what I mean? And our journeys were so different, and I have to say, being a caregiver, I I say it's so hard because you, you have to learn to do what's best for your spouse or your family member who's going through it. Like, how do they get through it and what is best for them and not... You know what I mean? How you think this, it's everything it should yeah. be. So, yes, it was a really, really, really rough year, I have to say. Yeah. Things are looking better now. He's getting really good care. That and, is awesome. You know, you're, going, you're going through it right now, and it's, it's very, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's very hard. And um, the thing that I always like to do is, like, I always like to do visualization. Think of, like, when John, when we were getting scary news, I would, like, think of him and I, like, we go to Cape Cod in the summers, but we're 80 years old, and we're walking to our favorite restaurant called mm. and, like, I would hold that in my mind, no matter what the news said, no matter what was happening, like, okay, I see ourselves walking, you know, when we're 80, so that means how many more years right. are going to be here, Right. so, you know, things like that, like, that would help me get through our our darkest times. I love that. And there is lots of praying. There is and prayer. Lots of prayer. Oh my lots gosh, I think prayer. we're experts at this point. Exactly. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? Like you used to pray, but now it's like big prayers, you know? And you know, I was talking to someone today and we were just saying how these kinds of trials bring you closer to God. It helps you to know him as healer. It helps you to know him as Lord as everything, and there is a scripture that says that we call those things that are not as though they are. And so, for you to visualize where you will be, that you both will be thriving and alive and healthy at eighty, I think that someone needed to hear that today. I needed to hear that today because so many times we focus on what the diagnosis is, what someone is the the message someone is delivering to us at that moment. And then our thoughts just get carried away with just what we've heard. Instead of capturing our thoughts, you know, that there's plenty of scriptures in the Bible that talk about making sure that we keep our mind focused on what God says and what God wants. And so I love that you that mental picture. I just I literally pictured you guys at gray hair, <laughs> white hair. <laughs> Mine might not just, be gray. You know, Mine might be dyed, but you know, <laughs> right? That's but exactly. That's okay. <laughs> so right, and um, and that's so important. Candy, like anyone in the midst of it right now, like your mind just gets so carried away. And I actually have to make a conscious effort. Um, Like in the morning, I read um, different Bible verses, and then I actually put on note cards, and I keep the stack of note cards in my purse. 
and I do different like inspirational quotes, and then I do pictures like do, and when I was training for the fitness show, like mm-hmm. how I want how I want my um, body to look on stage, like how do I get there, what do I have to do? So I would get those out in the morning, and I would flip through them, and it like starts your day out in the right way, and then when it that negative thought would come in, you know what I mean? You like you almost have to like say no, stop, and then think of the good things because it just is a snowball effect. Like you're going to end up like, you know what I mean? Thinking the worst possible yes, thing if you don't stop that, that thinking. And you know, it's funny. You, this is kind of coming full circle. We we started out our podcast series two months ago on overcoming fear and anxiety, and we had a bunch of guests who either walked through it. Um, had some kind of traumatic incident happen in their life and they're walking in victory right now. And we had one scripture that was our foundational verse to really what you do is in the morning, it sounds like you meditate on the word and you visualize Mm -hmm. the word. And it was, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And I just, I love how this is all basically bringing us back to a place where that is, you know, there's things that God has given us, and we need to cling to those, and that is power. He's given us the the ability to have power and authority in our prayer life, and he's given us love, which does conquer all. It covers all, and a sound mind so that our mind and our thoughts don't get carried away and go down the wrong trail every single day. We have to have, it actually says, a sound mind, or in another translation, says self-discipline. So I want to segue into, you know, your lifestyle and talk to the women that are listening that they may be struggling with their health. They may even be caring for a loved one and have totally forgotten about caring for themselves. Talk, us, talk to us about your fitness journey and your lifestyle. What does that look like? Okay, so um, I grew up um, playing sports. I played um, back basketball, and then I was a... I played fast pitch softball, and um, so I grew up always working out. And then, um, you know, life gets busy. I still went to the gyms in um, 20s and 30s, and um, my husband and I had our business that was busy, and then I had my um, two girls. They're four years apart, so I'd always go to the gym. And But then I got to a point where um, – well, I met these wonderful girls from my daughter's old school, and we started running together. I was so nervous the day that I met them because I'm like, I'm not a runner. Like, I'm a basketball player. I'm not, like, one of those <laughs> long-distance runners. And um, I showed up the first day, and I loved them. And we would just talk, and we set our goals, like, for our first 5K. And then we did that. Then we set it for a 10K and then a half marathon, and then we – completed a full marathon but it's like amazing when you surround yourself with people that build you up it's amazing what you can do you know if you hang out with people that are like tearing you down Mm -hmm. or seeing all the bad things you do or the wrong they're always telling you you're wrong you know what I mean you never like look beyond what you can do so I guess my background in sports like I always had I always set goals so I'm like okay I've all these things going on, you know, I love being a mom, I love being a wife and having our, and a business owner, I'm like, okay, what's on my bucket list, you know, and once you have cancer, you, your whole world changes, you, that's the first time you, like, think, oh, my God, I yeah. am going to die, you know, we're, we're all going to yeah. die, but it's like, it, it makes it seem more real, and I'm it like, does. you need to have a bucket list, so, you know, one of them was running a marathon, and then, unfortunately, after the marathon, I hurt my, um, 
I had to have surgery on my big toe joint. I actually ran the marathon with a broken um, bone in my big toe. Oh, my gosh. But it was crazy, but I'm like, that that was my goal. So no matter what it took, I, you know, did that. And um, so then I was sitting at swim team practice, and one of the moms said, I had a boot on after surgery, and she's like, well, what are you going to do now? And I'm like, well, my doctor said no more running for me, no more long distance. And she showed me a picture, and she um, – She's my good friend and my trainer, Rebecca Heck. She was doing fitness shows. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've always seen the pictures of the girls. I'm like, that is amazing. I could mm. never do that. And she's like, yes, you can, and I will help you. <laughs> wow. So I was like, are you sure you think I can do this? And we just started. She, my first show, it, we were like three to four months out, and I just started eating I just started watching everything I ate. Like, you know what I mean? You just eat so randomly usually during the day. And I just started eating like five meals a day, watching what I put in my coffee. Like I was using coconut creamer and, you know, not a lot of sugar, trying to cut out as much sugar as I can and eating a lot more protein, you know, just having well-balanced meals and doing protein shakes. And I just started Mm -hmm. that way. And then I I love working out. So that was the working out was easy for me. I love that. It was the eating that was much harder for me. That is how we ended up. I did my first fitness show in Cincinnati and um, won that show for 45 and older. Wow. (laughs) And then um, Rebecca showed me Ruby's picture and told me about her. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I want to do. Like, She was such an inspiration that she's been doing this for how long and she's just like so inspiring. So, yeah, so that's she it. So is. then I'm, I just did, then I did one in Miami and then I did one in Vegas last November. So um, I'd love to get back to it. And I, and in the fitness show, like people look at it like, oh, you're, you're on stage in a small bikini. But I look at it as the journey is what is what matters. The getting up every day, going to work out, doing sprints, eating right. You know, the mm-hmm. journey is mm-hmm. what it's all about. The, being on stage in a bikini is that's like five minutes of the whole journey. You know that right, right. that's just what you all the work you've put into it. So um, no, I really love it. So I'm, I'm hoping well, to do another one. I thought as soon as things got a little more calm here um, with John and my kids are always so busy. They're wonderful. They actually go to the gym with me. They're like so supportive. <laughs> They're like, come on, mom, you got to get your work. Oh, in I today. love that. So, they're and, and well, they're athletes, so they totally understand. You know, it's a family affair. That's what I was going to say. It's a total family effort. And you know, as we're coming out of a month where the, the focus was on find what's wrong, find what's wrong, early detection, or like overloaded with early detection and looking for the problem, it's good to transition to conversations about wellness and wholeness. And I'm going to have to have you back on when we specifically talk about women who may want to get into competing because it is, um, it's helped so many people who have been through cancer, who have been through, or, you know, uh, moms who just carry this weight and, and depression and they're beat down and then all of a sudden they get on stage and that's, you know, it's, it's the start of a new life for them. And I think we just need to have you and maybe Ruby on another show together where we could, the three of us can talk 
because, you know, Shelly, I, I feel like I'm going to have a second chance, too. This is my second chance at life. Yes, it is. But it's your second it's, chance. <laughs> I want to do it right, and I want to care for this body that God has given me, you know? Right, it is. It's a temple, and, you know, we have to take care of our, our spirit, but our body is what houses, you know what I mean? And, you right, you have to take care of it, and that will help, hopefully, you know, we all live the healthiest life we can, and... When we feel better, we're, you know what I mean, everything is better. We're better mothers, better wives, you know what I mean? We're just, we feel better, and it, it yeah. translates into every aspect of your life. So, oh, my God, I would you love know, to talk to I would love to Wouldn't talk that to be you. awesome? Yes, that would be awesome. <laughs> she just texted me please, uh, everyone, ago. Like, everyone listening, please sit down and write your bucket list. Like, we're only here in this life a short yeah. time, like, Think of all the things, not just getting through what we're going through right today, the trials, but what do we want to do? Like, what are the things that we want to, the legacies we want to leave for our kids and for their kids, you know? And what what do you want people to say about you? You know, like how you overcame and fought through things and yeah. accomplished things, so... I want people to know, you know, how they can um, connect with you. I know that I'll I'll post your photo, and I'm going to post a little bit about your bio, uh, from your bio, and they're going to see this fabulous. You look 25, Shelley. I oh, mean, you're sweet. Really, you, you are fabulous. <laughs> but That's what uh, drinking anyway. a gallon of water a day. If I could, any little yeah, a gallon of water a day is so huge for your whole body, just to clean everything out, get all the toxins out, and that helps. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and thank I you. I love that. So yes. We are going to do a dedicated show to wellness and training our bodies. And so, you know, how can people you know, find you if they want to know more about your practice or um, the, uh, the services that you provide at your imaging centers? Where can they get in touch? Well, the, the number that I'll give is um, for all of our cancer patients is Cincinnati PET scan, and it's actually um, at Jewish Hospital. And the phone number for that is 513-791-9959. And um, please, I just wanted to say just one more thing. We see a lot of patients who come in who have had um, breast cancer, and their their surgeon says, I got it all, you're fine. You don't need treatment. You don't need any more scans. You're fine. And what we see is two to three years later, patients will come back, and the cancer has spread because there's microscopic cells, you know what I mean, that they just can't see when they're, you know, when they're doing surgery. So please, like, if a doctor says that, please get a second opinion. Go to an oncologist. Make sure you're getting your PET scans, your MRIs. Like, you know, please just listen to your body. Absolutely. You have to be your own advocate. Absolutely. So, yeah, and then also Facebook, if you just want to, um, Shelly Dahl Mattis. Thank you for being our guest. Oh, my gosh. It's my pleasure. This and has I love truly what you're been doing, a blessing. Andy. Oh, I thank love what you. you're doing, you. and, and this is my, listening to your podcast is my support group. Like, it helps me deal with what's happening in my life, too, so I can't thank you enough. Oh, wow. Thank God. You know, sometimes you, you need to hear those little bits of encouragement to keep going because you're, sometimes it's like, oh, who's, is anyone tuning in? Is this just, I'm not making right. this up, but <laughs> but I know <laughs> that that when God is in it, it, it goes out and it changes lives, so Shelly, thank you for being our guest. I am going to close this out in prayer, and um, I am going to post the information that you gave so if people didn't have a chance to write it down, they can connect with you, and I'll post that on the podcast page. But if everyone would, just 
join their hearts and your minds and as we close out in prayer. God, I thank you for your goodness. Wow, what a journey. And we just thank you for Shelly and her family and all the amazing things that you haven't yet in store for them, God. The, the season going through the valley and through the dark times, God, is surely making way for mountaintop experiences, for joyous experiences, for new open doors for them to share their lives and impact people and for their daughters. We just pray, God, that your blessing and protection would be all over that family in Jesus' name. And God, for every listener, I thank you that they would be impacted, that seeds were planted today that will be transformational. God, we thank you for being a part of this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And thank you. Thank you all for listening. I want to say I love you as always. Thank you for tuning in. Keep spreading the word and go to goodmorningladies.org to find out new new events and new exciting projects coming up. Love you all in the meantime. Bye-bye.